0: Shavuot Tov, Tovot. Just a, uh, a theme that I want to share with you before going back to our, our normal subject. We have something very, very peculiar to Yaakov coming up. And that is that when Avram had his name changed to Avraham, we are told that you are no longer allowed to call him Avram. It's actually an Isu. Sarai has her name Her name changed to Sarah. Hoshea Binun has his name changed to Yehoshua. And more or less, these names remain with them. Yaakov, on the other hand, has his name changed to Yisrael, really in next week's Pasha, But uh, he can remain Yaakov, meaning we relate to him as Yaakov or as Yisrael. I want to relate to a, a specific issue regarding Yaakov. We spoke a number of weeks ago now uh, about the various midot that the different avot had, and that we were able to ascertain those midot by the challenges with which they were faced. So Avram is chesed, and therefore it's always a challenge for him to do something that is not chesed. Avraham is challenged by things when he's told to do things that are fundamentally not acts of chesed, like throw Yishmael out of the house, like kill his son, like go to war. All of these different things are not acts of chesed, and therefore it's a massive challenge to Avraham. If Avraham was a hateful person would be only too happy without the blink of an eye uh, to fulfill those requests, but it becomes a challenge because Davka, um, he is a man who is based, who is is immersed in chesed, and therefore when asked to do things that negate that midah, it challenges him. And with that I wanted to prove that Yaakov, even though in last week's Pasha we see Elements of Yaakov that seem to be full of uh, cheating and uh, apparent deceit, even though I would argue that taking the Bukhara wasn't deceit. Asab was the same age. He went in with his eyes open, he made an agreement, and uh, maybe he was a, certain, a little bit vulnerable when that deal was made, but he wasn't cheated. At the end of the Pasha, it's a bit more difficult. But if we understand, if we say that Yaakov was a cheat uh, de facto, then these weren't exactly, exactly challenges for Avram, And he wouldn't have said, ben He wouldn't have questioned his mother when she asked him to replace Esav for the brachot. But my line was that uh, Yaakov was a man of, uh, of truth, and therefore these things challenged him. There is a different approach uh, which is sometimes suggested that Yaakov did not begin as a man of truth, but in fact started off in uh, in an unclear way. And only through the various trials and tribulations that he went through, he eventually became Yashar Yisrael. He eventually became able Mul, to confront something directly as opposed to Yaakov by the way. And uh, where is the beginning, or where does this transformation of Yaakov begin? Yaakov in this week's parsha, VaYitsi, parsha is Right, it's a, it's a it's a it's a very very close parsha, and it's a closed parsha because it begins and ends with Galut. The whole parsha is Galut. It is the parsha in Bereshit of Galut, even though Abraham goes down to. Mitzrayim with Sarah. Yitzhak doesn't go anywhere, but Abraham goes down to, Sar- to to Mitzrayim with Sarah. He comes back pretty quickly. Um, Yaakov's going to spend 22 years now uh, by Lavan, or 20 years plus two years of travel by Lavan. He's going to Galut. This is a parasha of Galut. And uh, Galut, I think, does not only need to be interpreted as exile to a place but exile is a challenge and what is clear is that Yaakov goes through incredible trials and tribulations the minute he gets down there when he wants to marry Rachel he is cheated and given Leah. he has to work another seven years to, to confirm or to, to confirm what he's already done because he marries Rachel straight away but does another seven years. Then he works for six years for wages and he's cheated many, many, many times and eventually makes his way back. This is in the context of having the threat of Asav in the back. And at the end, <coughs> at the end of this Galut, when he comes back at the beginning of Parashat V'Yishlach, he comes back to Israel, and he's already averted the, the risk of Esav, he's managed to avert that as well. We are told that uh, Yaakov came back Shalei. Now that's what I want to settle on, because when we go to exile, uh, we're very, very much focused on the exile, But when you are only focused on what's happening right now, you tend to lose your way. You have to be focused on the end goal. The end goal of Yaakov at the end of exile was Shalem. He came back Shalem and he turned from Yaakov to Yisrael. He still had that element of Yaakov, but he was Yisrael, there was Yeshirutbo, and he came back Shalem. He came back Shalem. So I was thinking about this on my way into work this morning. I did want to share it with you, what is it now, the sixth week. It's the sixth week of, uh, of, of this war that we are fighting. I'm going in now to the fourth week without hearing from my son. And uh, we are in exile in that we have confusion, we have battle, we have confrontation. And if we just focus on today, if we just focus on what the news says now, um, then one can reach despair because it's not the Six-Day War, apparently not. And uh, the Yom Kippur took a while as well. The War of Independence took a while as well. Um, Unfortunately, because of the complications of the situations, because of the North, because of the South, because of the terrible plight the hostages are in, this is is long. And, And God alone knows how long this will be. And if we only look at today, if we only look at that first day of exile, or another day of exile, without having a focus on the end, then we can get to Yiyush. But there will be an end. Ladies, there will be an end to this. This We will look back on this, and we will have a day of hodayan and Hallel, and a day of Zikaron, and a day of rebuilding, and many, many days of rebuilding. But most importantly, those of us who have gone through this, all of our because everyone in our is going through this in one way or another, will be Shalem. We will be, and I know it sounds so strange and it, it almost almost cruel, but we will be better, we will be stronger for having gone through this. As is in every crisis, as it is in every nasal hypnosis, we are elevated by Yaakov went into Galut. For 20 years he was by Lavan. And that first night when he lay in the rova and he was, saw the angels going up and down and he, was, he he didn't know, he was so worried. And Hashem said, I will be with you. But because he had to go into Galut and he had to struggle with Galut and he had to confront the issues of every day. The good news, the bad news and, and, and generally there's more bad news than good news in Galut. That's a struggle, that's what struggle is and... We know only too well, all of us, that that is what life is. Life is a struggle, and we grow through struggle, and we grow stronger through struggle. And sometimes we limp a bit when we're struggling, uh, but, but it builds us up as people. It gives us strength, and we are able to transform ourselves from Yaakov to Israel. And that's what we are. We are Yisrael. So even though we have to focus on the day-to-day issues, we have to know what's going on, we have to see what what we're dealing with, at the same time keep one eye always at the end, where we're going to, the end. The end will be ultimate gu'ula, but there'll be an end to this war as well, and Bezrat Hashem will see everyone back healthy and well, and we'll be able to enjoy Shabbat together, and we'll be able to enjoy events together again. I still owe owe you that uh, barbecue in Alon Shrut. So Bezrat Hashem, we should go from Yaakov, Yisrael, elevated through struggle. Have a Shavuot Tov, Yom Tov, Besorot Tovot.